Hey friends, welcome back to the Called to Lead podcast. So I am going to be talking about a big topic that is a part of the bigger conversation that we have been having definitely for the last few weeks, but to be honest, for pretty much the entire time that I have been doing this podcast, which is over a year, so I guess it's been not quite a year and a half, but a year and a few months, where I have been sharing strategies that kind of help you realize that you do not have to be an online influencer or a slave to social media in order to grow your network marketing business. So if you are just listening to this podcast for the first time, hi, if you're watching me on YouTube, welcome. I'm so excited that you are here and definitely go back and check out lots of the the previous episodes. But if you have been listening for a second, we have been chatting about the four different strategies that I have done all of them. In my six years with my current company, let's throw in another six month at another one. And then of course, in my 20 plus years as an entrepreneur, I've done all four of these strategies and I'm taking each one of them a little bit more in depth each week and sharing interviews of people who have exemplified the way to do these in the right way. So we have been talking about the four strategies of the ignore method, which is not using social media at all. The integrate method, which is what we're going to talk about today the investment method, which will be coming up soon. And then the last two episodes have been talking about the influencer method. So definitely go back and listen to the last few episodes if you want an overview of it, because today we're going to dive in to the integrate method specifically. And I'm going to be sharing my top 10 tips of how this could be the perfect strategy for you if you have been feeling like you are a slave to social media. So buckle up, get ready. Let's dive in. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader, and I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. Okay, so if you listened to last week's episode, you know that I went in depth into what I'm actually going to be talking about literally today. It's not today when I'm recording it, but it's today when this episode airs. Today and tomorrow, I am proud to be speaking at our company's annual conference, which we call Reunion, specifically about strategies that are alternatives to social media. Because if you've listened to my podcast before, I'm a big believer that there is so much freedom in the way that you can run this business model. And I think it's a mistake that... Pretty much most of the teaching that's out there is centered around growing a social media following rather than connecting and building relationships with the people that you already know. And so this is something that's been working for generations, long before social media was even a thing. And it's obviously something that I'm very passionate about. But last week's episode touched on these four social media strategies that we've been going over. And I did a little chart and I broke down the chart. And again, if you're, if you are attending our Saint reunion, you'll be able to see this on the big screen when I present it. But essentially today's message about the integrate strategy, which initially I had as the culmination, it was like the, the fourth one until I chatted with Kate Twig on a couple of interviews a little bit back. And she reminded me that 
if if someone does want to be an online influencer and they do want to get to the point where they have a big following, they're probably going to have to go through the other strategies first, starting with the integrate strategy. So even if you have desires or ambitions of growing a big following, this episode could be for you because I'm going to be sharing my top 10 tips for how to take the baby steps to get there. But if you are like so many people that I hear from constantly via either Telegram or messages or in your sweet reviews, which mean the world to me, I hear so many of you guys just breathe a sigh of relief when you realize that you don't have to focus on growing a big following in order to grow your business. And as one of my listeners, Tara, told me, you can focus more on building relationships than doing reels, okay? It absolutely can be done. Not that reels are bad and not that I would say to not do reels, okay? I'm just saying you don't have to be a slave to social media in order to do this thing. But if you do choose the step of the integrate strategy, do know that it's just like in anything in building a business, it is going to add a little bit of a different element of some challenges, okay? But the challenges are going to be different than the challenges of trying to learn how to grow a following or worse, like trying to go viral, which is essentially like playing the lottery. And I don't know about you, but I would rather emulate the strategies that have worked for myself and for countless other top leaders in whatever company you're with. I guarantee you, If you go back to how they started their business, they started in this way, okay? So this is whether you're a brand new distributor or you've been here for a minute and you're feeling overwhelmed because I know last, I guess it was actually our virtual reunion, we had a social media coach that focused on niching down and really getting very specific on the value that you provide. And I know that it sent a ton of even tippy top leaders into a spiral, not knowing what kind of value they were going to be posting about on their Instagram. And so instead of continuing what had been effective for them in the past, they kind of got derailed because a confused mind does nothing. And so instead of, again, doing the thing that works for so many, they got hung up on the fact that they didn't want to feel like they had to create a niche or they didn't want to have to make three reels a day or share every facet of their life and stories or whatever that looks like or take over another platform like TikTok or something like that. So if you're tired of feeling like you have to be a slave to social media or if you are overwhelmed by the op- by the option of having to define a niche or create content daily, Let's get excited and dive in. The integrate method, as a reminder, this is where you're going to be focusing on sharing your life and your business together. That's why it's integrate, okay, versus the ignore is no social investment is sharing and focusing on your product. The influencer strategy is focused on you. You're the brand, whereas integrate is focusing on your life, the things you care about, the things you love, and integrating your business into that, okay? It's also focused on building trust, Whereas ignoring, you're going to have to build a network outside of social media, whereas social media is a built-in network because it's the people that you know and that you've been connected with, whether you met them on vacation or in high school or wherever, okay, the soccer field. The investment strategy, which is building and growing based off of your product, again, you're going to have to build a following. Same with the influencer strategy. If you want to grow your business by going that method, you're going to have a lot of eyeballs on your content, and that's the, the challenging part, right? So then next up, it is hard to have, this is one of the big challenges, it's hard to have the courage to start the conversations and make the connections that are necessary to move those relationships forward. And no, I promise I'm not talking about icky, hey girl messages or even like preying on your friends and family because that is not what we are here to do. 
what we're here to do is to create conversations about what it is that you love. And if your product or your business model is one of those things and you start a conversation with someone about it and it leads to the fact that maybe they want to try it, you can't go wrong by choosing that approach, okay? But it can be very hard to have the courage to connect. Whether Whereas in the ignore strategy, it's hard to stay connected. And I know that from experience of being off social for the last year. The investment strategy, the hard part is that is it's hard to get people to actually get the eyeballs on you because the algorithms want you to pay to do it. And then it's hard to find the time to connect if you're too busy creating content as an influencer. So because of that challenge of having the courage to be able to connect You're going to have to invest a lot of time if you pick the integrate strategy into building your belief. So that's the belief in yourself, first and foremost. It's also going to be the belief in your product. You have to love it, right, before you're going to put it out there. You have to build a belief in your company. You have to believe that there's something really special about what it is that you offer. And you do have to also have a belief about the business model itself because network marketing does get a bad rap. But I'm telling you, when done the right way, it can be such an amazing blessing, especially when you take out the the goals of, yes, we all would love to make a huge passive income. And is that possible with network marketing? Absolutely. Are people, shoot, myself included, experiencing that? Yes, absolutely can be done. But that shouldn't be the reason that you're sharing it. It should be so much more than that to where people sometimes just want to be a part of a community or they might want something for themselves or they might want to make just a little bit of extra money and any compensation plan should be able to show you how to make back your investment quickly, start making a few hundred dollars a month, if not a few thousand dollars within that first year. So when you've got that solid foundation, the belief in the business model, even if you have felt icky about it in the past, because I totally did myself and I hear that all the time. You've got to have that belief in it before you're going to put yourself out there, okay? So the belief and investing the time in the belief is a big part of the integrate strategy versus investing your time in alternatives if you're going ignore or investing time and energy in learning about, like you guys, I am putting together the finishing touches and I'm rolling out the beta version of my Automate to Replicate course literally today at my reunion speech, which I'm so excited about. But you guys... Having to learn how to do all of the things to put together a course, it's a challenge, right? It's investing my time in the value and the educational components of how to do that. So growing a social media following, choosing the investment strategy is the same kind of idea. And then, of course, for the influencer, it's investing your time in the content. And then so finally, for that reason, and I know this might be a little bit repetitive because we've talked about this, but I want to set the boundaries of what and why I think the Integrate Method is so special is anyone can do it. Literally, if you're a top leader, you can do this. If you're a brand new person, distributor, you can do this. If you have are transitioning from another company, you can do this. If you're 15 years old, you can do it. If you're 50 years old, you can do it. Anybody can do that. There's no limitations to this. It's just a matter of having and building the courage and following the steps to do it. Whereas I would say about 1% can do the ignore or no social media strategy. About maybe 5% can do the investment strategy if they get really good at figuring out how to market themselves and build a following. And then I'd say about 2%, could be as many as 5% that at least want to do it, and as little as 1% that have what it takes to go the influencer route. So I don't know about you, but again, I'm here for the strategy that's going to be effective for the 99 percenters. Because if you're at reunion and you are going to my girl Sarah Davies's her reunion breakout session that she, one of her key quotes is that she would rather have, I think, actually, I think this is from Dwight D. Eisenhower, maybe I should know this, but she would rather have the impact of a hundred people's one. So 1% of a hundred people versus 
100% of one person, namely yourself. And so that's the beauty of this business model is you have the opportunity to do that. I totally butchered that quote, but go listen to Sarah's if you're if you're at reunion and, and want to hear it. It's brilliant. And I'll try to share it in the show notes as well. Okay, you guys ready for my top 10 strategies for how to do the integrate social media strategy the right way. So number one, start from right where you are and do not worry about trying to grow an audience. Make your goal, because I think that's what I hear so often, is you're like, oh, if I could just get to a 1,000 followers. Because this applies to if you're on Instagram and that's where you're engaging, or if you're on Facebook, and those are probably the two primary places where you're going to be choosing these two methods. But instead of trying to focus on the number of followers that you have or the number of friends that you have, I want you to focus on how many you have right now, the people that already are your friends, the people that you've already met, the people that you've already connected with. And don't worry so much about your goal. You want to grow your business. You don't want to grow your following. And there's a difference, especially if trying to grow your following is what's going to hinder the growth of your business, which is what I see so often, okay? So start with step one. Start from where you are. Don't make your strategy to try to grow that number, okay? Number two is I want you to share your heart and your life. What I mean by that is when you're sharing on your Facebook or on your Instagram, Go back to what feels natural, because sometimes I think when we've been in network marketing for a minute, we tend to feel like we have to put this perfect presence out there and every photo has to have a Lightroom filter going on it, or we have to have this beautifully crafted caption or description. And I don't know about you guys, but my brain doesn't really want to work that way. It just doesn't. I could talk about anything all day long, but when it comes to trying to like write all that out, or again, I am so guilty of wanting to overly edit and filter all of the pictures that I have because I was so stuck in that kind of influencer method, right? Like the Instagram bubble of having to have this perfect, like cohesive feed and all the things. But perfect example was yesterday was Easter. And my church is amazing. And we do these little setups where you can take these beautiful pictures. And so we took a couple of photos of our family and my daughter had a sleepover last night with her best friend. And I snapped a couple of other pictures. And I was taking these pictures to try to like, oh, let me make them beautiful and put myself out there and share my brand. I'm taking them because I wanted to be able to share that picture with our families, right? Like my dad and stepmom or my mom or my step-grandmother who I'm friends with on Facebook. I want them to be able to see my beautiful kids in their Easter dresses. Not because I'm trying to put this it was a hot mess trying to get out the door, <laughs> especially because we were trying to make it to multiple services and serve in all the places. And is our family picture perfect? No. Did everything in me want to slap a Lightroom filter when I posted it? Yes. <laughs> Did I have second thoughts about what to say in the post? Or do I craft this like beautifully worded, faith-filled thoughts? Yeah, all of those things came to my mind. And then I realized, no, the reason that I'm doing this is because my friends and my family and the people that know and love me, even if it's someone that I literally just met on spring break, because I've got some new great friends that we met down there, that would love to see the pictures of my kids from Easter. So guess what I did? I put all the pictures like in a little album, didn't overthink it. And I put happy Easter, grateful for an amazing weekend, emoji, post. And it was so freeing, you guys, because not only am I not trying to put out this like perfect persona of this like beautifully like matching, or we're definitely not matching for coordinating, I don't think in any way, shape or form in our our attire yesterday. Not that there's anything wrong with that if that brings you joy. I'm not saying that you shouldn't post that beautiful picture of your entire family. I'm just saying you don't have to. 
And you can just share your real life and put it out there. And if you do have a beautiful thought that comes to mind, I almost did. And honestly, I probably will still share the story of when we went to church for the first time. It was, let's see, it was when Lawson was a baby. So it's 12 years ago and it was on Easter. And I think it would be really fun to look, to compare that first uh, picture of us going to church as a family together when Lawson was a year. And now here she is as an almost 14-year-old. And just compare the difference in how far we've come because when we were so broken as a family when we made that decision to go to church that day and the impact that it's made on my life in the 12 years since then is just truly mind-blowing. So I might do a post about that because guess what? It's on my heart. It's something that I can share that will serve others. So when you have something like that, definitely just don't be scared to share it. Now, the other side to this, because this is I'm still on my number two tip, Y'all know I'm a talker. But the other side to this is maybe certain aspects of like your political beliefs, especially if you're just constantly sharing the political whatever stuff that's coming up on your Facebook and you're just like resharing it and reposting it. It's not your original thought. And what you're sharing isn't necessarily going to contribute to anyone's day or it's not going to change their mind. I think I did an episode on that probably about a year ago that what you post on social media is not going to be the, the deal breaker or the mind changer on whatever stance you have. Okay. So I'm not saying that you should go crazy and putting all of your your heart and thoughts and beliefs out there. But if you do feel inspired, you can do it. Just don't go like just constantly reposting and then expect that all of the people who maybe have a hugely different approach to whatever belief than you do, they probably aren't going to have that trust factor to want to continue to do business. So just be careful. But again, I am as a believer, I can't not integrate that into my business. And my faith is something that I can't, I would unapologetically share in a public forum. And if my people, they don't want to be friends after that, that's okay too. So just share your heart, share your life, stay engaged with those that you're already connected to and make that your focus. So that's tip number two. So number three, be a friend on social. That's what it's designed to do is to stay connected to people, okay? I saw um, actually at the Masters the AT&T commercial that is really beautifully done that kind of reminds you of the good parts of us all being interconnected online. It's a series. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure you will because I'm sure they're blowing it up. But it's meant to keep us connected. So like, comment, engage with people. I know a lot of you guys might be comfortable and the type that like to just lurk online and not really engage. Well, how good does it feel when someone says something beautiful you know, or a nice comment about something that you post? You can be that for someone else. So engage with people, comment, show the love to other people. Again, it doesn't have to be a strategy necessarily. I remember when I was trying to grow my Instagram following, it, what was it? Gary V had this, I can't remember, it was some acronym like 321 or something like, or 10, 8, 10, I don't know. Go comment on 10, this, that, and the other. You don't have to have a strategy. Just go be a friend, be a human, love on the people that love you and see what happens. Because guess what? It is a fact that the algorithms of these platforms do like smartly say, okay, wait, this person is friends with this person. She's commenting here. Maybe she also wants to see what she posts. So your intention, I'm all about marrying the process and divorcing the results or what is your intention behind it? The intention is truly to love on someone, to serve them, to help them feel beautiful and special. But if the end result is also that the next time you do post about your product, or you share your story of what the business model has done for you, guess what? The people that you've been engaging with are the ones that are going to see you. So be a friend. That's number three. Okay, number four is 
the way that you're going to grow your following is just make more friends and add them on social as you meet them and as you connect. I think I've talked about this before, but that's been one of the weirdest things is I've actually met a ton of people over the last year without being on on social. And so one of my favorite things right now is the little suggested friends because I'm like, wow, I had no idea I wasn't friends with these people because I've been like in-person friends with them for quite some time. These are people that come to my Bible study literally at my house every week or people that I meet with at my BNI Business Networking International Group every week. But yet we're not friends on Facebook. And so now I am becoming friends with them so that, again, they can see my Easter pictures or when I share stories of me being um, in San Antonio, maybe they've been to San Antonio, maybe they love San Antonio, maybe they want to come to the next one with me. (laughs) And so me being friends with them is the kind of first step to that. And so when you do meet the cute mom at the soccer field that you love, add her as a friend on Facebook. And again, you're not doing this from some icky place of I'm going to get her. Oh, if she's interested in what you have to offer. Start that conversation naturally by engaging her with your content, with your with the things that you're going to talk about. And we'll get to that in a second. And then if and when she wants to come to your contour class, if you're doing one online or whatever that looks, she can. And there's nothing wrong with inviting her too because she's your friend. So add friends on social as you meet them on the spot. Okay, next step is when you post about the product. And remember, if you're going with the integrate method, you're going to have to get bold and post about your product on your social media. I know it's scary and some people use this, oh, Heather grew her business without being on social at the cop out to not do anything. You guys, (laughs) I did not do anything. Again, I was focusing on the ignore method and trying to grow in other ways. So if you're going to go this method and you're going to focus on integrating, you do have to post about it. So when you post about the product, Again, those people that you've added are going to see it. So I don't love the idea of throwing out a strategy for you guys, especially when you're like as strategy focused as I am. But if you want like a general, I would say not rules, definitely not a rule guideline. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean, right? They're more like guidelines than rules. But about one in five of your posts can be about your product, okay? Just if you owned a traditional business, one, it would be totally normal for about one in five of your posts, 20% to be about whatever it is that you do. Same thing goes with your network marketing business. So if you post five times a week, that's once a week. If you post five times a day, which is a lot, that's once a day, but you get the idea. And then I would say one in five of those posts, so about once a month or you know every five, four to six weeks maybe, you can post about your opportunity. And the way I would do that is sharing your story, your heart, not from some like slick brand focused, like amazing reel, which again, if you know how to do that, more power to you, go for it, girl. But if you don't, you can, you can go live, you can do just a a picture and share your heart of what your experiences look like. You guys, I would say that those posts like that, when I have maybe once every other month, put something out there about my journey and my experience in this business, it has been some of the most impactful at touching the hearts of other people. And you never know who's watching and it doesn't take a ton of likes or hearts or comments because people are going to see it and they're going to be they're going to be thinking about it all right they're going to be inspired by your story so when you post about it they'll see it that's my next tip so i just heard a great example of this tip today from one of my awesome leaders tanya who doesn't post a whole lot on her personal feed but is really trying to get a little bit better about it so she just felt this little tug on her heart to post a before and after. She said it was a random Wednesday afternoon. She just posted it and she said, like or comment if you're interested in learning more about my favorite makeup. And she, while she had only, right, only, quote, only 18 people 
like it. These are very intentional 18 likes that have expressed interest in it and the ones who commented as well. And so what Tanya did so brilliantly is she told people what they could do if they wanted to learn a little bit more. And she says she's still catching up with the conversation because she works a full-time job as a pharmacist. And so doing something like that and and putting it out there and sharing strategically here and there, it allows you the opportunity to speak to the people who maybe have been sitting on the sidelines and they're thinking about it for a while. And so Tanya usually posts in her VIP group, but I'm so glad that she decided to step outside her comfort zone and post it on her main feed because it absolutely has paid off. And I love sharing that as an example and a win for her. Okay, next up is actually something I learned at our very first reunion. And it's actually, ironically, from someone who's grown one of, if not the biggest or one of the biggest followings from within our company, and that's Harmony Views. And she did her entire breakout that year on share, don't sell. What does that mean? That meant that means that Harmony actually built a massive following in an incredible business, again, using the integrate strategy of sharing all the things that she loves. And even if you do follow her now, she's one of the most relatable, hilarious, adorable people that are out there. And it's something that still serves her well. And she's not focused in trying to like come up with some sort of strategy in order to build her business. She simply shares versus trying to sell. So Bob Halley is talking a lot about this. I know right now with his transformational selling. So definitely follow his advice. But essentially, you're just going to aim to create and spark conversations and relationships that could lead to a sale. So the sale isn't going to necessarily happen from the click on your link on your post, okay? So don't go post in like, new product to this, link here, okay? Post what, what you, just ask a question, right? Put something out there to spark conversation and spark conversations like even by commenting on someone's stories and asking them like, hey, what makeup do you wear? You look gorgeous. Uh, I know I have, I would say more than one distributors or artists that have joined my team from just that very question that was a genuine question. If they were like, oh, I use Dior and I love it. It's amazing. I'd be like, oh, great. But again, it's just a a conversation that could naturally start to get to the point where they might be interested in what it is that I have to offer. Okay. So share, don't sell. That's my next tip. Okay. The next one is going to be go live. Because I really do believe, or I know it was a big part that, of how I built my business, but I think it's still a very relevant way to give yourself, get yourself out there. Do know that I think it's got to be short and sweet these days. I think people are really loving. They're not necessarily going to be hanging out with you all day long. But if, for example, you're in a makeup company like me and you're going to be doing your makeup anyway, do a little get ready with me. Or one of my favorites, Emily Horton, she is an incredible leader on my team. She's actually also speaking at our reunion this week. And one of the ways that she grew her business is, and this was actually during, it was, yeah, she's a hairstylist, so it was during the pandemic. And she and her husband were home together. And Rob, her husband, is absolutely hilarious. And they did live at five, where they literally went live, I think, every Friday at five o'clock or something like that. And they were just they were hilarious. So I don't even, I think that they did talk about the makeup like here and there, but it would just became something that people looked forward to. They enjoyed hopping on and it was just, it was something that was really fun. I did something really similar where I shared my goals. This was like at the end of the year and I shared my eight goals because I just, I love goal setting and I did my makeup in the car. Most of the times I was in the car. I think a couple of times I was like this and I wasn't even really talking about the makeup. I was just hopping on and sharing my thoughts on setting goals and updating on what my goals had looked like for the last year with, again, the people that I know and love and care about. And 
from that, I had people that are like, wait, what is this makeup? What are you doing? So do a live. Again, go back to the things that have been working for a minute and try it, okay? All right, so next up, I think this is eight, (laughs) is if you are attending an event with your company or if you aren't, go to one. That's a big facet of how to build your business in general because you're going to get connected to other like-minded people. And you're going to catch a spark and a fire and it will be the fuel, honestly, to keep that fire burning for you. But when you go, or again, if you're here, if you're with me at the Saint Reunion, post away, post about your experience. Again, don't feel like you have to have, you will not see me be me posting this pose by the pool, like Lightroom edited. Not that there's anything wrong with that for those who can do it, but that's not what I'm going to be posting. I'm going to be posting like the selfies of us, like in the rows at waiting to hear our favorite speaker, or when we go out to a yummy Tex-Mex dinner, it's going to be like a picture like that, okay? So post away because, like I said before, a lot of times people aren't necessarily, we've all been beat over the head by the, you can make a bajillion dollars here, but what they are looking for is a community and somewhere that looks like fun and something that they want to be a part of. And so don't forget, it can be, you want to be present in the moment, but don't forget to snap the pictures. Again, you don't have to create content, just Take the pictures, post the pictures, post away if you're in attending an event, okay? So number nine, we're almost there, guys, is if you're having an event. So whether that is if you're doing even just makeovers this week at your house, if you're able to do that, even if your kids are home. If you're like, I can remember several of us back in the day that would say, hey, I'm doing makeovers at my house this Saturday. I've got 11 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 3 o'clock. Who wants the spot? And then someone would comment like, oh, I'll take the two o'clock. Oh, I got the four o'clock. And next thing you've got three makeovers booked. And that's just an example of makeup. You could do something similar with whatever company that you're a part of. But the idea is like whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's maybe a pop-up event that you're doing at a hair salon, or maybe you are going to be doing an online something. Maybe you're doing a virtual class in a group. You can post about it. And if this is your first time, like if you're just getting started in your business, that's exactly how we recommend for people to get started. Hey, I love this product. I'm going to be doing a little online event that shows how simple and easy it is to use. Let me know if you'd like to be a part of it. Comment below or click this link to join the group. So invite the people to be a part of it and put it out there in a blanket way. And you can still, and I still recommend doing the individual invites to the people that you know you don't want to miss it because not everyone's going to see your post, but you never know who might see it and click it or comment, okay? So having an event, post an invite, share away, okay? And then finally, lastly, this is something that's simple, but it's really powerful is just ask questions that are going to spark engagement. So this is a little bit tricking the algorithm again. It's not so much a strategy as it is for a way for you to stay engaged and create conversations that have nothing to do with your product. So when I'm talking about this, I'm not saying, although you could be like, hey, what? what's your favorite mascara? I guarantee you if I put that question out there on my Facebook, I would get blown up. <laughs> by recommendations, which could be great, especially if you're looking for a new mascara. We don't even sell mascara. Our company doesn't. Or what's your favorite kid's sunscreen? Whatever it is, people love to give you their opinion. They love to give you their advice. And you could do the little on either platform on Instagram or Facebook. You can do like just like a colored screen with the words on it and see what people say. And it can be a great way to spark that conversation, to create engagement that could lead to something bigger and better. These are just a few of my top 10 tips. Again, I've been talking about this strategy for a little bit of a long time. So if you aren't already subscribed, definitely subscribe because we will continue this conversation since this is the strategy that I 
built my business on and will continue to build my business on moving forward. And if you want to stay connected in a deeper way, you can text the word podcast to 912-405-8912. And that'll get you a link over to the Call to Lead community, which is on Telegram. And we can continue the conversation over there. So I hope you guys have a beautiful week. And if you are at the Saint Reunion, come say hey, come to my little breakout session to learn more about all the things. So I hope y'all have a fabulous day. I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, would you mind leaving me a quick review? Or even better, share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen. Sending you big hugs.